Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Through 25 seasons, hey! 4,561 episodes, I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The LOLs, the moments that mattered, the eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean? anything to you. You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. One of the millions of you, at least one of the millions of you who are watching this show today, you're going to remember something you saw on this show in a crucial, critical moment, and it's going to save your life. It's a very, very important show. In preparing for it, I've learned so many things myself, so I hope that if you are particularly a woman, you're going to watch today. Every 15 seconds in this country, it's unfortunate, but a woman is beaten. And every six minutes, a woman is raped. That's day and night. But the Department of Justice uh, study of rape says that a woman who uses some form of self-protection is twice as likely to escape. And later in the show, we're going to have crime experts who are going to show us their recommendations on how to get away if held at gunpoint, how to react if, if attacked while sleeping, and some really basic self-defense moves that could save your life. It's important. Fighting back is a personal choice that only you can make. If you do choose to fight back, all the experts say proper training by professionals is a must. Joining us now is uh, Terry Trees. Terry? Terry's a spokesperson and graduate of IMPACT. It's a highly regarded personal safety course. And also joining us are IMPACT instructors, Lisa Gaeta and Al Potash. So what is what the, some of the most common mistakes women make? First of all, they let them get too close. Mm -hmm. Women always let muggers get too close. What we're going to do is show you three basic things that will help you, and anybody can do this. The first one is an eye strike. We want to, you always want to go for soft tissue, right? Mm -hmm. Where is that? Your eyes, groin, throat. Those are the areas where people are most vulnerable. And if you hit someone in that area, they will back off mm -hmm. naturally. It's a natural reaction. If you go for somebody's eyes, they'll back off. Okay, and okay but let me just say this. When you're going for it, you don't, I feel like when you're going for it, you better get it. Because yeah. if you don't get it, 
that's then you've the... just sort of pissed them off and then you're in a big problem. Right. Yeah, you know what well, I'm that's, saying? That's yeah. one of the mistakes that women make is that they're afraid to hurt another person. Even if they're mm -hmm. being hurt, women are afraid to hurt another person. And so what we teach is that if your life is in danger and you have to fight, you have to fight until you know you're safe and you can get away. And so that's the training. So we wouldn't teach you to just poke them in the eye and run away. It doesn't make sense. So, so for instance, an eye strike. No, it doesn't work that way at all. No. You, you, you want all your fingers together, and you kind of tuck your thumb under. And do that, everybody. Everybody do that. Mm -hmm. And it's a jab. You know, it's very quick like this. No! Okay. And what happens, obviously, there's I a I like that no part. That's a part of it, too? Oh, We're going to get to that in a minute. We're going to do that. We're going to show really everybody important. how to say no. Yeah. Because it sort of channels the energy all into kind of one it place. It stops women from freezing. That's the whole point. Right. We try to get women freeze. When they're attacked, the natural response for anybody is to go, <gasps> and stop breathing. Right? Uh -huh. Isn't that what we all do when we panic? So yeah. what we do with the no yeah, that's one of my biggest fears is that I won't know how to the, scream. That's right. right. It forces the air out of your body that activates your body, and then you're broken out of that frozen mode. You know, you, you said the statistic at the beginning that if you put up any kind of a fight, the assailant will flee. So yelling, if I yelled at him, no! You don't think he, you know, he'd very likely run away. Yeah. Then he realized, this ain't going to be as easy as I thought. That's right. Yeah. You're not a victim anymore. Once right. you've said no, you are no longer a victim, and you've put that person on notice that you're going to stand your ground, and you are not going to take whatever they dish out. OK. See, I think a lot of women are also afraid of causing that person to be angry. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. And it's a natural response. Women are socialized to not get angry, right. Right. to be nice, to be nice, to be passive, even if it's a criminal. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. That's what it's we ridiculous. do in our training is we break past those social barriers. Because the idea is to try to get to the point where you can escape or you're trying to cause harm to him. What, what is... I want to do is I want to knock him out long enough so that I can get to safety. Because okay. unless you're a marathon runner, unless you're fast, you can't run away fast enough. Okay. He will catch you. Or if there's someplace close that you can run to where you know someone is there, then you could run. Okay. But the idea is to render him teach, helpless. Yeah, we okay. teach a two-minute knockout, basically. We overtrain our students to the point where they can kick hard enough so that they can get a two-minute knockout, which guarantees their safety and they can get help. Okay. I, I think one of the important things is I'd like to get to that no thing now because I guess when you take the course, you have to be trained so that it's almost automatic response, right? Yes, we work on muscle memory. We break past the subconscious images that say women aren't supposed to fight. And part of that is learning to say no. Mm -hmm. All right? It, it, you guys want to learn how to say no to violence to women? And yeah. Stand up, everybody. Stand up. All right. Now, from your guts, if you, you need to stomp at the same time that you do this. I mean, stomp. I really want everybody to do that. Okay. Okay, everybody take a deep breath first. <sighs> okay, I'm going to count to three, and on three, we're going to stomp and yell no. One, two, three. No! That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. That's a pretty big room of people. <laughs> what's, the, what's the stomping and the hands and all that got to do we with We keep our hands up to protect our face, our heart, and our, our neck area. Mm -hmm. If you put your hands up and yell no at someone, they're going to back off. And you can de-escalate. You can de-escalate, you can keep yourself safe, and you can also give them fair warning that they need to back off. As Wendy Wallach slept peacefully in her bed, a man crept into her room. When she woke up, he was on top of her, holding a knife to her throat. Right. And you did what? Um, well, he jumped on top of me, put a knife to my throat, 
and um, with one hand, with his other hand, he started crushing my face and saying, if you scream, I'll kill you. I mean it, I'll kill you. And I started to kind of fade out, like they mm -hmm. say that you do. And then I'd taken a self-defense class, and I remembered them saying, turn it around, make it your situation, react. That's the last thing they expect. So I grabbed the knife with one hand and started struggling, thrashing my hips like they taught me, got my face, my mouth free, started screaming as loud as I could, thrashing, and then he fell on the floor and jumped up and started running, and then I chased him and grabbed his shoulder and had picked up the knife somehow during this time and grabbed him and stabbed him in the face. And then at this point, he took off down the stairs mm -hmm. and ran away. Did they ever find him? Yeah, they did find him. He dropped his wallet in the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so he's in jail now, too, which is good. Excellent. Hey, Mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Same thing happened to you? Um, my story was a little different. Unfortunately, it didn't end as well as Wendy's did. Um, I was in my bed on Tuesday morning reading a book, and uh, a man approached, well, he was standing in my doorway all of a sudden, and he said that he had a gun, and I took his word for it, and I cooperated with him, and I was raped. But I know that one of the things that I learned when I took self-defense was that sometimes the best defense is to cooperate because mm -hmm. I believed that he would have shot me, and he threatened it very graphically. So just to all the women out there who've taken self-defense and cooperated, sometimes that's the best defense. And to feel good about that. Whatever saves you. Whatever saves you. I, from my self-defense class, too, I, I, I took his threat seriously in saying that he was going to kill me. I decided if he meant it, then he'd have to do it. And when I grabbed the knife, I knew I'd get hurt. It's something I learned. You know you're going to get hurt. But it was, I decided I'd rather have physical harm than be raped. And so you learn that. Fighting can be good, too. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice that everybody who is confronted with this situation has to make for themselves. And what we're trying to do today is to prepare you with some of the things that you can do, because one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make is they want to fight back, but they really don't know how. So this is what we're talking about is if, you're going, if you choose to fight back, you got to know what to do. Here to test how much we really know about avoiding an attack is Jean O'Neill. She's the research director of the National Crime Prevention Council. Joining Jean is uh, J.J. Bitt. 
Wittenbinder, who is a 20-year veteran detective on the Violent Crimes Division for the Chicago Police Force, and Sanford Strong, who served 20 years on the San Diego Police Department and now conducts a dramatic uh, defense course to ward off the worst of criminals. I read your book. I mean, I read it cover to cover. I learned so much, Thank you, Sanford, Robert. so much. Okay, I want to go to the first uh, question here. Uh, you've had to work late. You uh, have a long walk to your car. Street is deserted, not quite. You fear you're being followed. What should you do? A, turn and stare down the man. B, change directions and cross the street. Or run from him. How many of you say B? B, B, B. What's the correct answer? Change directions. We, we recommend that you change directions and cross the street. Man could just be on his way home from work, too. Okay, but what if he isn't? If he's not, the first thing you do is head for the most people and the most exposure, the most open situation you can. The last thing he wants is an audience. Okay. Pretend you're the street criminal. Who would be least, the least likely victim? A man window shopping? A woman carrying two bags of groceries? A girl waiting for a bus listening to music through earphones? Or a woman walking alone assertively? The least likely victim? D. The answer is D. Walking, woman walking along assertively. Yeah, those headphones can get you in trouble, can't they? Absolutely. Yep. Yes, absolutely. You're home alone for the weekend, or at least you thought you were alone, when suddenly you realize there's a burglar in the house, and you are in your bedroom. Which of these things is the best to do? Try to escape, confront him, and frighten him off, or make noise so he knows that someone is there? Escape. Escape. Escape? Get out of that house. You have to. You, you get out saying make noise. No. The, uh, the idea is to always escape. Always escape. Try to get out of the house. If when... flee is an option, it is the best option at all times. Right. Put distance between you and him out of harm's way. When you're in that house behind locked doors, closed windows, draped windows, it's the same as an isolated spot somewhere else. No one knows what's going on inside that house. You have to get out. And Denying privacy is one of the best yep. things you can do. Absolutely. And you don't call the police first. You get out, you get to a neighbor's, hopefully you know your neighbor's well enough, Get their phone, call the police. Important point, call 911 after you're outside. Yeah. Very good. Okay, while most burglars prefer to avoid conf confrontation, there's a certain type of burglar who will enter your home whether you are there or not. Now you're awake, you realize you're in danger. What should you do? Scream, try to get away, pretend you're asleep. Which one? A and B. Scream and try to get away. Absolutely. I'm behind that 100%. You should not but pretend it, you're well, asleep? Well, it depends on where, where your situation is. If you have that person in your bedroom and they think you're asleep and they're trying to dare themselves by raiding the jewelry box, don't offer them a confrontation. Most of us don't have two exits to the bedroom. If you can get out of that house, you do it. If you can't, you do everything you can to avoid an encounter. Burglars are scared. They want to get in. They want to get out. If they were there to rape you, they would be raping you. Uh-huh. So if, you, if he's right in your bedroom and he's between you and the door, keep your eyes closed and just freeze. And remember this. There's a huge difference between a burglar and an armed intruder. A man who is truly just a burglar will make sure that no one's home. That's the last thing he wants is confrontation with someone inside and the chance of waking someone up. So 
always remember that if you're home late at night and a man comes in, whether he's an armed burglar or not, you don't know whether, what he is. Keep in mind this, that he's willing to risk the chance of confrontation. That makes him a level higher in danger. Yep. I'm always concerned about someone who might feign sleeping and or unconsciousness because many people, once they start that, will continue it. Uh -huh. Once the confrontation begins. Really? And that you it's, can't do it's that. hard to shift in the middle of a crime attack that la is lasting seconds. The major difference between crime attacks with, that you see on television and real life is in a real life they go down fast. Uh -huh. You don't have time to sit back to make all the assessments. If you're in your living room watching, you have lots of time to think and nobody's right in your face. Okay. That's why if flee is an option, flee. Flee. Get okay. away. Okay, now you had a question here about uh, what, what was going on earlier. You said what? Uh, I mean, you're addressing all these young people. What does a senior citizen do that would uh, ad address this situation? Anything you do must be kept very basic and simple with one direct focus, and that direct focus should be escape. Strike only if you have to, to escape, if you're grabbed, if you're pinned. If you don't have to strike, Run, get away, hit the gas, walk away. A very good friend of mine, Jack Pearson, in the San Diego Police Department, faced two men with a gun. He's a lieutenant in the police department. We've always talked about in the police department, run and get away. He wasn't able to run away. He said, I couldn't get myself to moving, like in a dream. Have you ever been able, you can't get those legs to walk and you yeah. can't get that screen to come out? He said, I couldn't walk away, but I, I couldn't run, I walked. Okay. Get away. Get away. What was your point? Yes. My question was um, for women who are wearing dresses or high heels walking down the street. I mean, that's not, it doesn't seem to me that it would be as easy to carry out a lot of these you, techniques. If you walk down the street, so, you're wearing spike heels and a tight skirt. Yeah, it's possible to physically strike back. There are techniques, but you've already hampered yourself. If you're comfortable and able to move and you look like you belong, you know where you're headed. And if you're with somebody else, You've cut your chances way down already of being selected. I think, but she was afraid of being in the dress and having to raise her legs and kick the guy in the face. Who Don't cares? I have to Don't say, forget. I was attacked and I was in a dress. Um, I was wearing sneakers because I was walking home from work. Yep. And I did fight back, and he's now serving time. Good for you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it was a good outcome, and I wasn't concerned about it at the time, but I think that you just kind of are concerned about those uh -huh. things. What do you say to that? Yes. Well, what I say is that I think that women have to have as much training as possible. And what we train is use your verbal skills, do everything you can, but if all else fails, you have to fight for your life. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Sanford Strong says that when a gun or knife is pointed at you, it's your move. <clears throat> Freeze! Don't move! You're dead if you make one move. 
That's one of the things, Oprah, that we talk about in my program that I teach well, all over the world, whether it be criminal terrorism or crime protection. And one of the ways that I get attention, as I may have got the attention of especially the people in the front row here, <laughs> is to give them a point of view of what's, what's it like when it goes down in real life without the shooting. There's a lot of controversy as to what to do and what not to do. The important issue here is to remember that you have to have rules. You're up against someone with a gun in his hand, pre-armed himself with a gun or knife. You're up against the minority of people who commit crimes, and unfortunately, that minority of people who commit crimes commit the most of crimes. Uh -huh. They have rules. They have decisions made ahead of time. Unless you have some decisions made ahead of time with what are you going to do if it happens to you, some rules to fall back on, some training in essence, uh -huh. you don't have a chance. Uh -huh. You're not going to be able to, at the scene of freeze, don't move, a gun pointed at you, Think. suddenly go through all the options you have and make decisions from that point on. Folks, it goes down too fast. Yeah. It does. You yeah. can't stand there and say, oh, would you wait a minute? I, I want to consider this. Yeah. It goes like this. You would require everybody else that ever has your life into their hands to be prepared. Okay. You would not get into an, on an operating table for a physician unless you were really sure that this doctor knew what to do before you got on it. Okay. You would not get on an airplane if you weren't really sure that the okay. pilot knew okay. what to do. Okay, so the point you, you're making here is most people don't want to think about it because you want to think it's not going to happen That's to right. you. That's right. Much easier. Much easier. But Except let's, when it happens to you. Okay. Let's deal uh, some, with some... Go ahead, sorry, I want to deal with the... Sanford has a, a list of never-to-be-broken rules when facing an attack. These are the never-to-be-broken. Let's start off with... The, most, the first thing that will go through your mind based on the first thing that's going to be told to you. It's not really a rule yet. It's a mistake that people make because you're, when I said it's your next move, it is do you make the right move or make the wrong mistake. Freeze, don't move or I'll kill you. The natural response that most of us have instinctively is, oh, makes sense to me. Yeah. I won't move and I won't be shot. Right. Of course, that's basing everything on our value system, not his. Uh -huh. And he lies. He, and he lies. The biggest mistake people make is believing them. Mm -hmm. They will tell you everything, promise everything, say anything to get more control. If a man starts off, don't move or I'll kill you, it's not pr pr be too far from us to presume that he might lie to us too. Okay. Now, let me go through the rules. The rules are these that I ask you to have in place. Rule number one. And frankly, it's probably, in my opinion, the most important. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. Never. If everyone in this room and everyone watching this program has never drawn the line and made a decision on crime protection, you better make it when they decide to move you from crime scene number one to crime scene number two. Because the crime scene number two is going to be isolated. You won't choose it. You'll be this, this, the focus of the crime. If I wanted to rob this woman, I can rob her right here. Exactly. If I take no, her into couldn't. a car, she's going to get raped. Uh -huh. So you don't go with More him than any that, place. If you go with him, if you get into a vehicle with him, you have surrendered control. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Absolute so control. Time, all of the research, and this is from Wait, the FBI's violent the crime research and everything else, the one point, and we've had discussions about this in the field that rage on and on, the one time you do whatever you have to do, no matter how extreme, no matter how weird it feels, you get pulled into a car, you stop it there. You do not allow it to happen. That's rule number two. Okay. Never, Never get, get into a car. Never, Never get into his ride. car or allow him into anybody's car. Either way. Uh, anyway, okay. and where it most, where most often Never. comes into play is a stranded motorist. There are people, folks, who travel the freeways looking for people who are stranded. 
Mm -hmm. The Hillside Strangler in L.A. was one of those. They're looking for the most vulnerable, and that's when people, especially women, are the most, are at their most vulnerable. Never accept a ride. Never get into the car. I don't care how cold it is, how late you are, how inconvenient it is. He'll tell you everything you want to hear. Never accept a ride. Never. Big, big gamble. Horrible consequences. And don't allow them to separate you from others. Never allow them to separate no. you. What happens there is when you're separated from another group, for example, if it be in a home and taken to another, another uh, room, or if you're in a campsite taken to, uh, into a ravine, is it separates you from your potential power and support. It also minimizes any chance of interference from anyone else. You're, less, you're least likely to resist when you're separated from other people. Those oh. three rules. Okay. One of the biggest mistakes that uh, Sanford Strong says we make is that we should never try and reason with your attacker. Is that... Don't lie is the first one. We already went over that. Okay. Uh, don't lie. Don't believe them. Don't believe... Because they lie. Never believe... <laughs> okay, I'm going to go through them. Never try and reason with your attacker. Never... Well, meaning, right. meaning, I love this part because you say a lot of people will try, if you are attacked, don't react with please for mercy. Because a lot of people go, please don't, please don't. Which makes sense because he's there to do it. So you saying please we, don't is not going to change his mind. We right. base our decision to plead with them in that they will make their decision based on our value system. Right. Wrong. It they're makes gonna, sense to the, us. They're, they're, gonna they're, nice they're not there for your convenience. No. Right. But we hear these stories of people who were able to talk their way out of it, and then we think... Listen, you go around a police station as large as JJ's or large as, as the one I retired from in San Diego, and you walk around and ask cops off the record, how often do people actually talk their way out of crimes? And you'll hear cops say... I had a say, PhD from Harvard couldn't talk her way out of one, and it happened right in this city. I've done yep. over a thousand interviews with women and offenders and victims of violent street crime in Chicago, and you don't talk your way out of it. Yeah. For every crime that someone no, talks their way out yeah. of, there's a thousand they can't. Okay. Now, never believe your attacker. Never. Don't believe him, he's never gonna lie anyway. Him. Okay. Never, don't try to analyze your attacker. Don't try to though. analyze him. The biggest mistake we have is that we read uh, as far as analyzing was that we read how if we can profile him, gee, I think he's a sadistic rapist versus this or that. <laughs> Folks, on the street, you don't have time for that. No. It takes fraction of a second from him turn, turning from nonviolent, quote unquote, when he's not stabbing you, to actually stabbing you're, a person. You're trying to do something. You don't have time to and analyze. You're using the wrong energy. You take your energy and you put it in your legs and you get your knees in the breeze is what you do. You're you get trying, out of yeah. there. You're mm -hmm. trying to do something a professional takes six and eight hours to do in 30 seconds? Don't kid yourself. In fact, in fact analyzing him, look at, it, look at it from this point of view. A crook who goes through the system over and over, and by the time he reaches 18, he finally reaches prison, if in fact he does. And how many times has he gone through counseling and how much rehabilitation and counseling did he go through in, in prison? Folks, 96% of all the people in prison get out. Guess how many of them have been analyzed well enough to make sure that they won't commit their crime? So you can't do it in 30 seconds. 70% repeat their offense. Yep. Okay. The point is the professionals who can, who can analyze yep. them can't, can't so make you're a decision gonna, you what can't they're going to do. There's one thing chance. you can analyze. One thing, and that is what your probable risks are and how to reduce those. If you put your energy into prevention, you have so much more power over your situation. If you go out with somebody at night, but not by yourself, if you run with earphones on, why, you think a crook's going to come up close enough for you to touch him, taste him, or smell him? Get serious. You're either going to hear him or see him. Mm -hmm. Now, you put your earphones on. Great. Let's hope your eyesight's real sharp and the ones in the back of your head are real good. I've had a murder You've that got happened to right in Chicago where the woman was wearing earphones and, and phones, or uh, whatever the yeah. name of them is. And he said, he said during his, uh, <coughs> his statement that he could hear her earphones from across the street. So... He knew she couldn't hear him. 
Okay, will he get angry if I resist? Number one, he's already angry. Never forget that. You're not going to be the one who brings that anger out. It's already there. The second thing is, better to just give you a statistic that it covers 1.5 million women over a rape study by the Department of Justice. They found that the women who resisted versus those who did not were not hurt more severely. Mm-hmm. There was no more yep. injuries from resisting. Say that again. Say that there again. Were more. The injuries did not increase with resistance. Mm -hmm. It's a myth that resisting makes them angry. And in fact, even with 1.5 million cases of rape, 23% of those cases in that 10-year period, 72 to 83, had knives, or knives and guns used against them. Still, only 0.03% of the women were killed. Okay, what about what we said about a lot of women think you can gross out the guy. You can throw up on yourself. Forget you can it. say Forget you have it. AIDS. If you, you tell him you have AIDS, grass. or if you tell him you have your period, or if you tell him you have syphilis, or if you tell him you have herpes, make any difference. they don't care. Mm -hmm. You can't I, stick your finger far enough down your throat to vomit. How many of you have ever heard that you could vomit and gross him out? Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. The what, odds, the what, odds what time do most here. rapes occur? The average time, two-thirds of all rapes in, in our country occur in the hours of darkness. Most of those, in the hours of darkness, uh, from about 6, most of those, majority of those are 6 to 12 p.m. Okay, this whole show is about whatever is going to save your life. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. I thank you for listening. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?